Hi, I'm Jonathan Mann. I'm one of the many Matts. And this is season three of Digitally Rare, where we talk about things that are happening. <laughs> I forget. Year four, season three. <laughs> who knows? Digitally owned things now in the future. Is that what I say? Something like that. Yeah. And then it was now and now is the future and soon the future will be now and <laughs> we'll still be here. <laughs> <laughs> roll credits. No, roll the intro. <laughs> Wow, has it really been that long? I feel like we we took a little break here. We took a little un we did, unscheduled. Yeah. You know, I feel, feel like it's called mental health mental or something, health. right? Yeah. Let's rebrand it as that, and not we're just busy, <laughs> which is the exact opposite, I suppose. Have you seen this? Now, this is a this is a funny place to start, which is because I don't think you. You don't pay attention to the day to day of the of the NFT community, I think, as much as I do. Yeah, that's, that's I mean, impression. I definitely dropped off mostly for like Twitter browsing habit reasons. Right, you're Although, definitely less active on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, totally. Someone someone texted me the other day and was like, "Hey, are you offline?" And I'm like, yeah. "I mean, I still have my phone." <laughs> They're like, "Oh, it looked like you were doing like an offline thing." So that was a good compliment. <laughs> that is a good. <laughs> you're living your life. Yeah. When you said mental health, it reminded me of this thing with this this current. What do you want to call it? I guess you'd call it a mini scandal or a mini mini scandal. Well, it's a thing that's happening. Basically, Doodles. You know this project, Doodles. Yeah. Doodles. Has like not tweeted, I guess, oh. in ages. You know, and they're okay. like, they're you know, they're like, um, they were pretty big. So for them I to mean, stop tweeting, I sounds... mean, big, big is understating it, right? They right. okay, so they haven't tweeted since July twenty eighth, I guess. Oh, just over a month, so like two months, one month. But you know, so so the thing is, is like they have VC funding. I think like oh. Alexis Ohanian is involved. You have see this is the kind of thing that's happening now, Matt. You have yeah. Pharrell. You know Pharrell? <laughs> oh you yeah. Know, he's their like chief brand officer or something. For doodles? For, for doodles. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, that happened. Holy shit, that's some IP yeah. then. What is that, going on? That's a thing that is happening. Right. That's I, I might has have happened a, or is I'm, happening. Is it has happened. It, I has mean happened. who knows well, what then that they can't rug. Well, this is the thing. This is why people are upset is would be the world's most impressive rug. No, I bet they're just they're just hashtag working on what's next or hashtag silent disco launching or whatever it's called. Yeah, they're hashtag biddling. Biddling, exactly. Here's the headline. Doodles NFT project taps Pharrell as chief brand officer. See, I had that right. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Busy guy. Yeah, and then and then what happened is this was this was this was kind of a sad moment, is that the the artist from that mm-hmm. from doodles burnt toast this guy called burnt toast yeah he posted like a picture of his dad who's who's like apparently really sick like with covid oh. or something and it was like yeah. you know it was like that's what that's what he's been doing um, oh well damn so, yeah so nft communities continue to be like have unrealistic i think expectations on the other hand on the other hand, it's like these venture capitalized backed Wild. with like Pharrell Williams. Like this is a we're, this is a totally different thing. Yeah, it's a different thing. That's wild. That's then, very, it's almost like line frenzy. That's the thing. That's the thing that kind of bothers me about the whole NFT space still is that there's no, and I've talked about this for years now, there's no space for it. 
and Twitter doesn't count. Like it's yeah. not it. Yeah. But if you look at stuff like yeah. the line or the WeChat characters that people produce, yeah. the world that they live in is your, your messaging app. What is a line? I don't know what line is. Line is um, a messaging app. I think app? it's popular in Japan. Pan, but it might be a Korean app. Unclear. I see. Yeah, I think so. It's what Korean you're describing app. is a place where people it's have like, these things yeah, that they lit, where they yeah, live. it's a messaging yeah. app. You know, yeah. it's a yeah. it's it's Facebook Messenger, it's WeChat, it's Instagram DMs, but they have this really native sticker integration. So there's this whole culture which also has its own uh, you know artist existentialism thing going on right now, mm. where people create characters. And there's huge IP in a character. And so you as an indie startup or an indie designer produce a character, see what hits, produce like series of stickers that express day-to-day interactions. Maybe they have some like larger theme where this is a, you know, in the case of Gudetama, right? It's a lazy egg. And then you just do a bunch of lazy egg related content and people love it because it relates. And now you have IP and then you expand and now it's a whole thing. All that to say, all of that works because there's a space in which these characters can live, and Have that's context. your DM chats. Exactly. Right. But right now, there's no context for doodles. There's no context for nouns. There's no context for any of it. And it's like, yeah, cool, decentralized AP and everything, but like, where does it live? You can't just make Super Bowl commercials and call it a day. It's true. Yeah. And, and, and you have been talking about that for ages. I mean, you, yeah. you tried yeah. with the stickers, right? For that yeah. time, for that, that period is, of time. This is exactly the, you know, where this comes from. Where yeah. it came from, yeah. yeah. And and we say this like I feel like every episode, but it can t- I really do feel like it continues to be MySpace. Like I'm writing a little thing about this interaction that I had. I don't know if I've talked about this before yet, hmm. but this interaction that I had where actually I know exactly what it was because I've been looking it up because I'm writing about it. But when I was going to East Denver, it was the first time I was going on an airplane in a long time. I tweeted hmm. about what masks should I use. Mm-hmm. And my friend Emmelyn, who's this girl I went, woman, sorry, woman I went to college with, really cool musician hmm. tweeted about masks and then yuri beats i don't know if you're familiar mm-hmm. with him he works at zora yeah saw this interaction you know sometimes you can see like if you follow both people you'll see totally. like an interaction on twitter he saw this interaction and was like oh my god emelyn do you have a copy of this the acoustic version of this song that you posted on MySpace like circa 2008? <laughs> and and she was like, oh, probably like I'll have to dig for it, but yeah, I, I could probably dig it out. And he said, now I don't know. And then the next week was like, I don't know how you feel about NFTs, but if you'd be willing to, I'd pay you. I'd start a one ETH reserve auction for that song. You know, cool. and she doesn't know she she has no context for what that means. Like she doesn't what's a what's a one ETH with what is one ETH. Right. You know, she's she's completely she's studying physical therapy now in Washington. Cool. Like she has no context for any of this. But that interaction is why I'm here. You know what I mean? Mm. Is like is and and it and it really like brings home almost it brings it back around to the MySpace thing. Imagine if there was MySpace and every single song that was on MySpace, you could collect it as a thing. And so not only, and you know, that song. And then I had actually, I I asked Yuri beats to write out like a whole essay for me about what that song meant to him. Cause I'm going to use it, Mm -hmm. you know, and he was 15 and it brought up all these feelings about Washington square park in New York and like all these memories about him being there and like the anti-folk scene there and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what NFTs can, can contain for people. That's what music NFTs especially. Totally. totally. And the problem is twofold. The problem is right now everyone hates NFTs. <laughs> and 
there's no there's no place for that interaction for those interactions right. to take place right you right. know hmm. we need like a whole new area where where nouns can have context also where people can seek out and find these songs that they love yeah. like i don't know if that's the same place but it feels like it should be to I me mean, it all ways. feels very related it's this like you have to have a social context that understands the concept of digital ownership and yes. we don't have that yet at all all we have are social contexts that in the case of twitter like bolted on in a very specific way but it's not a natively understood concept right twitter wasn't designed for this you know urbit is maybe related or it's very much related in that it's a social space that understands the concept of digital ownership so there's definitely something there but yeah otherwise we don't have that and i think that's perhaps what's what's missing we've been talking about this for ages ages yeah. and ages yeah. ages and ages yeah we were gonna have on mitchell f chan yes today to, to talk about royalties because that's another mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so we'll save that discussion our next episode we'll look forward to that it'll be with mitchell Mm-hmm. That'll be really fun. It would be great to get, I think, 4156 on the pod because mm-hmm. he has been a long time. Or, you know, we could also get is um, Aaron Wright. Oh, yeah. Who's like the tribute Dow, the mm-hmm. Flamingo mm-hmm. Dow and the Lao, all those things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He is very anti-royalty. Like both of them are sort of anti-royalties. Yes. Wow. So it'd be wow. interesting because I'm assuming I'm assuming Mitchell is pro royalties, and we'll, that's what I'm assuming. Given but, that he's working on an, a royalty based EIP, <laughs> but obviously that's so interesting. Yeah, so we'll get into that next time. But there's actually been a lot of wow. There's, there's been a lot of these kind of controversies in the NFT world. Another one that popped up is uh, Creative Commons Zero. Right. I was going to say, isn't this a whole thing? And like, do you see investors like, why are we bickering over Creative Commons? Like, shouldn't we be doing more interesting things? And A16Z released a, I don't know if you saw this, they released a, (laughs) this brings us all the way back again to our first episode. Our last episode that we did was a look back at our first episode. And this is another thing we talked about in the first episode, which is Dapper Labs put out a license, right? That's the right. nifty license. Yeah. A16Z just put out a set of licenses for NFTs. Are they good? Do people Well, like I re- I read through them. I I was a little confused as to why we needed this. I guess mm. I guess and I'm also reflexively suspicious and like right of course and right. like you know i'm making the cross sign with my hands like stay back you heathens <laughs> right. or whatever warding like, away the vc evil yes um so it seemed fine it seemed very related just to, to creative commons it was like it was i think they even said it was sort of a we want to build on what creative commons did and made something specifically for the nft hmm. world that would make sense given that all of these existing licenses maybe don't fully take into the context take into the like digital objectness of the whole thing so yeah i okay. i think like for me the most interesting question uh-huh. about ip i guess intellectual mm-hmm. property <laughs> is this it's that the question is still just remains in the layman's mind of like mm-hmm. what does it mean to own an nft like that's still you true know, a bit because, more fundamental than like all these questions we're asking with uh the new 
what are those called? Agreements, licenses. Exactly. Um, and, and, and so, and because, you know, I ask, I ask Emmalyn, this, this woman who wrote the song, like, can, right. can, can we please mint your song? I want to mint it and sell it to Yuri Beats. She's like, does he then have ownership of all the rights of the song? Which is a totally reasonable question. And just many, many people, you know, and I have to explain, you have to explain over and over, like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. NFTs confer no rights. There's, there's right. has, has nothing to do. But in people's minds, they're still conflated. It no, totally. Takes you back to the Spice Dow people who thought when they were mm. buying the mm-hmm. Aronofsky book of Dune that that yeah. somehow conferred rights to them, which which of course it didn't. Right, right. That still boggles the mind. Rip my one ETH that I threw into that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's a you're right. It's more fundamental than all of these like highly detailed. I mean, I guess these these questions are relevant to obviously NFT artists, but if we're looking at trying to persuade people that NFTs are a thing, yeah, it feels a bit more fundamental. Yeah, and you have to like you it it it, it suddenly becomes really confusing if you have to navigate like hmm. this comes mm-hmm. with this kind of rights and that comes. I don't know. I right. It almost seems. It, I've really enjoyed not thinking about it, frankly. Yeah. Yes. So maybe it, we should try that. Maybe yeah. We should yeah. Try that. Yeah. Um, what if we all just stopped giving a fuck, huh? <laughs> Stop <laughs> That's a caring. cynical take, but no. You know. No. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you have a take on Creative Commons Zero? Have you thought Have you thought about this at all? I don't know the details of it at all. I mean, my general like common user sense is that okay, cool. CCO is great. Oh, something funny that happened was what project went CCO recently? Oh yeah, that was Moonbirds. That was Moonbirds. Yeah, yeah they yeah. they started then, with a license and then they were like so surprise. Funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so people were somebody on Twitter was like, "Bro, what the fuck?" Yeah, a lot of people were angry. Yeah, which I find hilarious. Yeah, and isn't that quite... so funnily like hilariously antithetical? It's like, oh, here are these rights. And then, like, in a very <laughs> top-down way, being like, actually, none of those rights exist. Isn't that funny? Yeah, it is funny. And it's, and again, again, here is a project that is very flush with cash. Not just from the sale, but, I mean, VC-backed. This is Kevin Rose we're talking about. Dig. Mm-hmm. What was that? Re- Revision 3. If, if anyone remembers that, probably I'm too old. You know, Kevin Rose, famous, yeah. famous uh, yeah. startup dude. One of the many, yeah. Doing doing this, you know, doing totally. this 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 rug in a way of right, some sort of expectation based rug, yeah, yeah. I mean, I personally don't really have a take. I I, I kind of see the like nouncy CCO future of like okay, open storytelling and character development and worlds and stuff. Um, I mean, if you think back to something like Solarius from Consensus, which Oh, I, time I always try to remember what that was called. I can never yeah. remember the name of it. Thank it you. Solarius. Solarius. Yeah, yeah. Really cool. I mean, I, I didn't get it at the time. For those like, for those that don't remember, do you want to yes. give a, a TLDR about? Yeah, yeah, my understanding was that it was like, and we see this a lot now, is DAO or like chaotically curated, canonized IP. And so you would, there are these base, they like provided some, some frameworks of like, okay, these are, this is the world that this story takes place in here, are the characters, but then presumably things would be voted on and in- introduced into this world via some consensus mechanism and therefore have, you know, like collectively curate this IP into a thing and produce 
videos or stories, whatever it is. And so people are kind of doing this now, right? Like with uh, Simon de la Rivier's Untitled Frontier is very much in this realm. The David Rudnick thing, which we should talk about, recovery yep. seems in this realm. Like these yep. are all very topical. Like nouns is definitely in this realm. It's all very sure. topical. But yeah, that's that's what I... It's funny to was, think that think. in some ways they were missing NFTs. I mean, because back then was right. it was in the oh time. My God. Well, yeah, it this was, was yeah. It was it was pre pre anyone caring about NFTs. No, you're uh, so right. That's hilarious. That yeah. I mean, I mean, if they had made NFTs of their things back then and had all this like lore around it, that right. NFT project would be huge right now. <laughs> oh my God. Probably. Yeah. From like a historical you know? context, I would hope so. From a historical context. Exactly. That's amazing. Yeah. I can't believe. Yeah. Cause I remember looking at this or watching their presentation and not really getting it at like ethereal, I think whatever the consensus. Yeah. They were a consensus was. spoke, right? They right, were like right. a, they were a full consensus. And then when, totally. and then when the bear happened and everybody got chopped. Yeah. Yeah. Got, yeah. Which there's a book out now called The Billionaires. Hold on. Oh, is it like about consensus? Yeah, it's called uh, The Billionaire's Folly, The Untold Story of Ethereum and the Unicorn That Never Was. Whoa. I'm very excited to read it. But yeah, it's like the sort of inside story at consensus from a person named Faisal Khan, who presumably was there for a lot of it. Oh, I am... I am reading this 100%. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, I mean, I know a lot of people formerly at Consensus and I've heard, you know, little tidbits, little nuggets, but I'm very excited to read this presumably much more sweeping sort of story. So CC0, like like the, the basic premise, right, is that mm-hmm. in a Pepe kind of way, right? Okay. Like imagine if Pepe, this ubiquitous thing was in the public domain but matt fury controlled like the canonical nft faucet okay basically. so that's the that's the idea of like so all oh, of cool the, yeah no i dig this i like all this a of lot. the power and the and the reach Mm-hmm. That 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 Pepe, you know, even the bad stuff in that case. I, that's why I chose it is because, like, in some ways, the right. story of Pepe through all it's been through totally adds to the value of Matt Fury's. And he does he he makes Pepe NFTs, which yeah, obviously totally. are very valuable. No, this is the perfect. This is actually this is beautiful. Yeah. Okay, I totally get why people are like hyped about this now because obviously there's this duality or this spectrum of. You want people, you want your idea to go far and wide, but you also want to capitalize on it in some yes, way. Yes, and those things are at odds. And those things are at odds, um, yeah. especially from um, art, famously. You know, if you want your thing to be seen versus the value of it not being seen and being like a more specialized thing. And NFTs, we've talked about, obviously, are like the sort of social construct that fixes that where it's like, yeah, anyone can look at the image, but I am the owner of the NFT. And that is a social layer solution to this idea of like having the centralized thing that can be bought and sold and the pervasive and infinitely reproducible idea that it represents. And so that does make a bunch of sense to me. 
Um, and so that like and that's aesthetically, yeah. And that's entirely Nouns's idea, right? Nouns cool, yeah. controls this faucet, right? That, right? that does one a day. Yeah, you can make infinitely many nouns, but these are the nouns. These are the nouns. Those. So yeah, you totally. want those exactly? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I think you know, and I think even for one five six, I've seen him posting like the thing that sort of remains to be seen is mm. just all of the. <laughs> the skate parks that they're making and right. the the Super Bowl ads and yep. the all Apple the derivative app. does all <laughs> right, right, right. The Apple Watch <laughs> app. Do do all of these things, do they actually work? Does it work in the way that they intend and hope where the value of nouns yeah. becomes greater the greater the the, right. the spread. I think in theory, yes, but I think in practice, this is going to be one of those, you know how architecture has been through phases of yeah. top down and then bottom up and now oh, we're no. sort of No, I don't know outing. about that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I've, I just read a blog post recently, so, <laughs> but like at some era of architecture and this is a swathing, you know, a sweeping generalization. Right. A lot of designs were top down. So like, how do you build a city? Well, you- Oh, sure. Just- Top down decide where right. things are going to be. Right. Construct the per- the idealistic perfect thing. Right. And then have people live there. And fun fact that doesn't work. Right. The rejection to that was obviously very bottom up and rules based. Okay. Right. So you create the system and the rules of the system and let let it run. Right. And that too can produce chaos. But does all good cities have some element of that in them? And right. so when you look at the perfect city, Tokyo. <laughs> it has both of those uh-huh. things going into uh-huh, it, right? Uh-huh, it's the balance. Uh-huh. And right. surprise, like everything, it lies in the balance. <laughs> All that to say, yeah, there's something about the experience of caring about something that I, as a carer of things, have that I don't feel with constructed IP such as nouns, such as moonbirds, such as cool cats and doodles and all of these things. It doesn't feel real. It feels, it feels, and I, I used to use this term a lot, authenticity. And like, it feels we, we, authentic. We, we, use, we use that word all the time. Yeah. yeah. And I've, tr- I, I hesitate to use it because it's very loaded and contextual and very, very specific, but I don't know. It's like, what, I'm not trying what, to glorify. What's an example? Wait, so what's an example if you don't feel it about those things? And I think I understand what you mean. Right. Or, or I might feel so something like, similar than it's not exactly the same thing. But like, right. can you give me an ex- a, a counter example? What is something? So like Star go? Wars, right? Like Star Wars, globally loved, et cetera, right? Obviously was intended to become IP, right? They produce these things, blah, blah, blah. They put it on TV. I see it. I like it. I buy the toys. But it feels like nouns and whatnot are starting from the other side of this candle they're like oh let's start with proliferation let's start with toys let's start with branded super bowl experiences and not they they skipped over the part where anyone gave a shit about their characters or about their world or about their thing right right and it's like obviously both of them are very intentional business things it's just my experience of them one of them is like quote unquote authentic where it's just like I watched this thing and enjoy it. And now there's this like larger thing right. going on. And I don't know, this might be a really 50 IQ take, but <laughs> I I don't, yeah. I don't feel that. And yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's all just propaganda. So who's to say? 
that's my thought. That's my take with a lot of the sort of decentralized IP related stuff is it doesn't feel real. It's like when you look at the stickers too, right? Like yeah. when you, uh, someone designs a sticker, they're designing it for one person and that person sends it to someone else in a group chat and they like that too. Okay. So they adopt the sticker pack and it's sort of, it's very much more organic. It's organic. Yeah. Yeah. And only a year or two later, do you have plushy toys and statues outside of the mall? But we've kind of skipped that and have gone straight to, yeah. Yes. And no, I totally agree with you. I have a slightly different critique, but I think that that critique is, is totally valid Basically, what you're saying is almost what you're saying in the beginning, like because they don't have any context online, they also don't have any context like yeah. like Star Wars has context. Actually, totally. And this is something we've talked about for ages, which is like, you know, they are competing with like Marvel and things. These totally these stories yeah. that have been told for years and years and years. And that's what they're all yeah. saying. And by the way. All of them are working on this, literally. Mm-hmm. No, of course, no. I mean, I'm not faulting them for not having decades of history, right? But, you know, but the point remains, like, will it, could it, the, it won't ever reach any kind of critical mass without, yeah, without the, the compelling mediums. underlying stories, mediums. Totally, yeah. yeah. And, yeah, I don't really quite know what that looks like. And also maybe there's a big brain take around nouns being sort of advertised to crypto millennial into mm-hmm. you know middle-aged people and like maybe mm-hmm. the maybe they should go after the paw patrol market <laughs> and then just wait 20 years i mean but, you know they have people that produce pitch decks like i've talked to the guy who's like made like the animation pitch deck and all that the mm-hmm. the one other thing i do want to call out that made me think of is i listened to an episode of the wonderful podcast interdependence with matt mm-hmm. holly mm-hmm. By the way, we're going to have them on at some point to talk about everything they're working on, which is amazing. They talked to these folks with a project called The Fringe, and they are a group of filmmakers who made this really amazing movie. I forget what their first movie was called, but they are like they've done it like they've done like the the sort of low, like the, the 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 middle lower budget kind of like festival film kind of crew and they are working on a film with you know the nfts built in from Mm -hmm. the bottom Mm -hmm. up oh you know actually very much in the solaris solarius Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. solarius yeah where you know where in fact i bought some of the nfts because i listened to them i thought they sounded really cool i was like okay i'll buy some of these i Uh you know i haven't gone back to the discord like but but presumably there's people in there like they're working on it. They're sharing stuff that they've made. Like I, and I, when I listened to them talk, I like believed because they had done it. This is the thing is like, I will, uh, you know, goes back to the roadmap discussion. Like <laughs> most people making these projects, especially the smaller ones have no idea what it takes to make a video game or totally. a movie or totally. anything like totally. it's nigh impossible to do. Right. It's right. like, it's a right. it's a Herculean achievement to get it to do any of that. Totally. So if there's people who have done it, I'm automatically like a little bit more like I'm like okay like that's awesome totally. that they're trying to to integrate and I think that that's gonna be a real it's gonna happen and it's gonna be a real amazing moment where mm-hmm. and I don't know I don't know which will come first if if it will be a project like the Fringe they did mint. 
they're they did mint these characters and are mm-hmm. working on the film. I almost mm-hmm. think like what to what you're saying, I almost think like what will actually happen is that someone, somebody really smart and extremely talented is going to come along and they will be making the thing already and the thing will be ready to go mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they will have the NFTs like there's this weird thing. And this is actually like something I've been thinking a lot about, which is there's a weird because of the way online stuff works and the like the waves of things you can catch. Mm-hmm. And I think about this a lot with music right now. But like if someone put out a TV show, oh, this is they've done this. They've like SpongeBob NFTs like mm-hmm. that's like not what we're talking about. Right. Mm. It's not what we're talking about. A SpongeBob. Like what I'm imagining is the show comes out and then like right afterwards or like right when it's reaching its peak, Mm. the Mm -hmm. NFTs are like ready and it's this really cool project and it has a whole thing going for it. I feel like something like that is going to is bound to happen. Yeah. That's so funny you bring that up. I was I was kind of advocating for the SpongeBob version of this when I was like, yeah, I do more bottom up stuff. But then as soon as you're like, yeah, SpongeBob NFTs, I'm like, I like SpongeBob, but I don't need to own a SpongeBob NFT. That does sound <laughs> kind of lame. Well, but it, also, maybe it, I'm not the target market. You might not be, but you also might be because you grew up with SpongeBob. So presumably right, totally. like th- that has, you know, remember. Um, right. Oh, let's take a moment right here, actually, because mm, our friends mm-hmm. Osiris, yeah. you know who I'm going to say. Yeah. I don't know for sure if he's passed away. We had a, we, we, You can go back and listen to a previous episode with Cyrus, who was here mm-hmm. way back in the beginning. He did Gumby. This is why we're talking about this. He, mm-hmm. he like, landed the rights. This was, what, 2018? Yeah. He barely. landed the rights yeah. to Gumby. And to he Gumby. was like, did he yeah. ever release it? I can't remember. If I don't he... think it happened. I remember, I remember interacting with a website or something, but I think it was a prototype. He never released it. Like I think, like because of everything was too slow and it died down. Mm-hmm. Man, if he had, if he had, again, if he had been able to release that, those would be these like really yeah. valuable historic NFTs. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. he he came down with I think it was brain cancer, and we yeah. chatted for a bit, and I was reaching out to him, and I haven't heard anything back, and I I don't know what happened. So let's pour one out for for Cyrus, early early mm. early NFT innovator. Just what is so excited about all this stuff back in the day. I remember yeah. he was at the NFT summit. Makes me so sad summit. that he's not around to see to see yeah. everything. Yeah, when you told me that, that really that really hit me. It's, you know, people come into your life and then and then it's like not like we were that close with him, but he was there weren't that many of us back then. And so no, and totally. he was like one of the one of the people. Totally. Yeah. Goodness. So SpongeBob exists. Here's the other context that I was thinking about this in, which is like virality with with songs is such this tricky thing where mm-hmm. do you remember that song that went viral? Maybe you didn't see it called Crypto Boy. I don't yeah, want to be a crypto, crypto boy. Yeah, that really and, went off. It was, oh, my God. It went off. It was like. Right. It was it was genuinely like a really viral crypto song. Outside of crypto, even, you know, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in a way that only TikTok seems to be able to do these days. Now, Mm. she did a benefit NFT drop with Sound.xyz with. That's right. With um, who was the 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 Russian all female group? Pussy Riot. Pussy Riot with Pussy Riot. That's right. That's right. And it didn't sell out. Really? They did a you know, the way sound does it is they do like a short they do like. 
they do a short run, and then if it reaches the short run, they extend it to a longer okay. run of editions. It's neat. It's actually a really neat mechanic. Huh. And they sold out the short run, but they didn't sell out the lo- the, sh- the 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 bigger run. Uh-huh. And it really got me thinking. I mean, they raised a ton of money, I think, for reproductive rights. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, they raised like over $100,000. It was really cool. Great. Yeah. So I'm not like, this is not a criticism. Right. It's an observation of like, this song was so freaking viral. Yeah. And I think that had somehow, and this obviously Hmm. was not a possibility, had the song gone out with the NFT having been available, it was like in that moment, it would have sold out without a question. No, totally. You're right. That disconnect is definitely like if I had yeah you're right that disconnect is is what killed it or not killed it but like killed that upside I think and and that's something I spend a lot of time thinking about because a lot of what I'm thinking is how do I capture the value of this song going out in the world you know totally I mean I think uh, online shopping has learned that yeah you got to be right at the right moment all about that moment right yeah you're you're I mean it is somewhat of a preying on our human brain thing but maybe that's all anything is so really how bad is this it's Um, why it's why i include the link to the auction for the for each day's song a day in the tweet when i tweet it out even though twitter i think suppresses things with links just in general or people just don't click on them as much but mm. it's worth it for me just in case like the, that extra people cl- person clicks on it decides to right. bid, you know? No, totally. You got to have that call to action. And like, obviously the best version of this would be within Twitter itself, you know, like in the exactly. same way that you can embed exactly. a Figma. Exactly. Yo, are the iframe embeds still working on Twitter? And if oh, so, can we buy an NFT through one? I bet you we could. Oh, please investigate this, Matt, and That's figure really this interesting. out. Yeah. But, but this, this to me is like the thing, which is it needs to be this layer that lives over everything. Everything. Yeah. TikToks, Spotify, play, you know, not just on Mirror, but like every single blog post, not just, on, you know, every email, every like, Right. I want to be able to like pay somebody some money for something that I no, enjoy, totally. you know, that I want to have in my collection. That's what I like about, um, obviously mirror is working in this direction, but I think also the untitled frontier does this really well as you can get your little, I don't know what they they call it, but your little artifact, your little, your past, I think I enjoy this. It is. Yeah. 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 And that's, that's like a really great, cause that's the moment to do it. Right. As soon as I close that page and I'm done, like, I'm not going to go back. I'm not going to go back. I'm not going to think, but about in it. that moment, it's like mint this thing. It's like, yeah, totally. I want to remember this feeling of really enjoying the story or whatever it is, or like loving the song. Like that's, I think that's a very human experience is to want to like tangibilize to, um, to make real this ephemeral experience to, to hold on to it, to grasp, which like, Ooh, Pima Chojin would have something to say about that, but <laughs> let go, man. Gotta yeah, let go. Yeah, yeah, totally. But like, that's a very natural tendency. So that makes a lot of sense. That and perhaps this is also related to the space that understands digital ownership, right? Like yeah. what websites, you know, mirror is one of them, but like what non Web3 native websites, well, none of them surely, would like integrate this direct. 
I mean, apparently, and I haven't looked at this at all because it, for some reason it just doesn't, but apparently Facebook, Reddit, and Instagram are all doing things with NFTs. Like, like That's right. Instagram's doing something. It's happening. Yeah. But, but yeah, I totally. want to be able to, like, if someone makes a really cool video on Instagram, like, I want to be able to collect that as an NFT. No, like, totally. You know? Yeah. It should be, like, the super like, you know? It's like, this right. is the... Uh, there's this AJ, my uh, partner on stickers and stuff, had a, f- a framework that went like, oh man, I forgot. But it was two C's. It was like collect, curate, and consume, or consume, curate. Oh, I remember and this. Collect. I remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like these are the, like the the degrees of interaction you create, can have with something. Create, collect, and then create. creates the last one. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. It's like you if you're just browsing it, you're consuming it. Great, that tells you nothing about me and my relation to this object. Yeah, you're curating it. You like it. That's free though. You don't pay anything for that. There's no exchange. Yeah. But that is something, right? You exchange time and energy for this. Like now it's in my favorites list. Yeah. And then there's collecting. It's like this idea of like purchasing or some higher cost action to attach this to my identity and then finally creating is like you know the most intense uh intensive thing you can do to associate yourself with an idea or a uh, a thing that's, that's like such a wonderful framework that's such a good it's you know who would totally. really like that is um is matt and holly whenever we talk to them oh, we have to yeah, bring that up to definitely. them because i think that's what that's like what they're working on is spawning For sure. they're they're, For sure. they're working on something very much along these lines yeah, so I think there's something to be said for that that degree of collection where it's like liking something isn't enough and fucking pinning it to my arena board definitely isn't enough. <laughs> yeah. Like there's something like top eight friends style to go on here where there's like some cost, right? Like top eight friends is great because you can only have eight. There's a cost associated to putting someone there, which is removing someone else. And that is a higher signal than my friends list, right? Like that's, this is a very natural, digitally native sort of expression of identity and that's like you know that's how, what i feel with nfts and it's just, it just needs to be more available how amazing that that digitally native expression of identity has not been remotely reproduced since 2007 or whatever it is kind of surprising that we haven't really i mean these things kind of this pattern shows up everywhere right you have like the super likes on dating apps you have the like pinned to your homepage style patterns you have like um your your pfp on twitter right like this is a similar sort of like you're trading off cost and specificity for like identity association i'll, I'll, I'll be honest though none of those feel the way that the top no, totally. eight did the top eight had a very distinct totally absolutely thing absolutely going for it yeah yeah no, absolutely. And like, so for example, like the rainbow showcase doesn't have a necessarily a cost to it. It also right. doesn't have like a context to it, right? Like no right. one browses rainbow profiles. It's not integrated into anything. I mean, yeah, rainbow.me slash shrugs, but like, yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a very native way to express oneself online. How strange. Yeah. I think we came to that, to this, what made me think of the, the order of things is, is this idea of like, of the fact that all of these projects launch with the toy before the, before the story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, and I know that also makes me think of like He-Man. That was He-Man. He-Man. He-Man? They had the toy before they had the TV show. Oh, interesting. Um, I yeah, think same with that, Transformers. Like that makes sense. Yeah. And there that was seems like, like valid. a 
Yeah. And it was, you know, it was like a cynical. Bionicles. Yeah. <laughs> it was Legos, like a, of course. It's like a cynical. Oh, Legos is actually a really fun idea, actually, yeah. in some ways. Although, yeah, that's a These toy, have, though. Yeah. Like, if we want to, if we want to, if we want to, like, what's the word? Ontological, you know, massage this more. Like, what's the categories in which these things, like, what are the features that the toy or the show or the whatever has that, like, nouns or whatever these top-down sort of things happening are? Like, what's the difference? And it feels like there's this, like, the, the base utility of Legos is you have fun. Yeah. And then this, like, story, like, you build the thing and yep. then you break it down and you build it again different or whatever. Yeah. Like, and that's true of that, all those toys. That's right. True, Transformers. You know, yeah, like, yeah. They, they serve a purpose without the IP, without the story, without the thing. Whereas, like, like nouns doesn't... Like, if you made a nouns t- t- sculpture, which people have, you know, like, wh- what does it do besides express its association with the nouns universe, which is something, right? Like, that's that's not nothing. And so, for a lot of people, that's going to be enough to put a little nouns thing on their shelf is like, yeah. oh, yeah, I know about nouns. Or I have the one, glasses, or whatever wear the is, glasses, right? yeah. Totally, exactly. But, but there's, I don't know, it feels like there's something missing there. The critique I have, and this is very, maybe very specific to me, is that I... And maybe nouns is the one exception to this, but like, I don't want to work on somebody else's IP. I don't want to work. I don't want to, I don't want to, I can't afford a noun. And like, do I really want to, and I could, I I own a little noun, you know, but, but like, do I really want to like, and I do. And I, and I, the thing is I, I shit on nouns here, but like, I love, I think nouns is special in a, in a really specific way. And and I criticize out of love. Right. It's not that I think like nouns is a failure or anything, right? Like this is a By very valuable means. experience. Yeah. And if and and they do have this this so they have this thing called nounish, nounish culture. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's this idea of like and you it's it's sort of like you you can't really describe what nounish is, but you sort of know it totally. when you see it. Yeah. It's just totally. kind of like lighthearted, sort of goofy, easygoing yeah. kind of vibe. Yeah. No, absolutely. Which I really like as an exercise in like branding. It's like unparalleled in the NFT totally. space in terms of like totally maybe maybe other than than board apes, but I but I can't stand board apes right. under any. So maybe that is the chief export. Then is the culture of being nounish, which would be I think quite I think that I think that's what they would argue is that they yeah. want to make the world more nounish. Well, I'm not opposed to that. Easygoing, fun. Yeah. More CCO. <laughs> more CCO, more sharing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like I'm not opposed to that. Totally. No, exactly. Yeah. And so, and maybe that's all it takes, you know, maybe, maybe like just association with that vibe and that sort of, that sort of like mind state is the chief export. And, you know, me wearing noun glasses is, is a signal that what, like you, yeah. you buy in. Exactly. Like that. maybe that's, it's a religion. The export. We totally. all think about. Yeah. We've all thought about starting a religion. I think they did it. Totally. I think they've done it. Yeah, I think a lot of a lot of things have factors, or a lot of factors, properties of religion show up in a lot of you know brands and everything. Like obviously, but yeah, absolutely. Like that's a very real thing. What's that called? Uh, when you have a an activity or a thing you wear that signifies that you're part of a religion. It's called... Oh, I don't know. There's a word for it. Yeah, it's not a dog whistle. It's a shibboleth. No, oh, a shibboleth. A shibboleth. Yeah, a shibboleth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Although I think a shibboleth is like a, a like your pancreas or whatever, or the gallbladder, whichever one we don't need. It's like a, a, a vestige, and it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, Yes, that's a vestige, yeah. Totally, totally. But like some sort of active shibboleth, very common pattern, where it's like, oh, yeah, 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 you're part of this group via this expression. So we're recording this on Tuesday, September 6th. Mm-hmm. I want to start wrapping up, but we are three days away from my 5,000th song. Huge. So you all probably, by the time you hear this, will already know how it went. The video I'm making is extremely complicated and big and has like over 100 people in it. There's 21 singers, five rappers, 10 musicians, and then just like over 80 people appearing in the video, including Matt. Wow. Showing off his beard. Hell yeah. Is it going to make 23,000 ETH the way Beeple's video did? Probably not. I hope so. That would be... That'd be wild. Quite delightful, I would say. I keep thinking about this, basically, like, Beeple had Justin's son of Tron Mm -hmm. and Metacoven, who I don't really know anything about what Metacoven is or does. But he had these two guys who were, like, bidding against each other, and that's how the price got to where it was. It was like... Totally. These two... So I just need... I just need a couple whales to, like, decide that they really want... Totally. Totally. ...want to buy the song. And then, and then, Matt, next week is the merge. Oh my God, the merge, it's happening. The merge is happening today. We had the Bellatrix upgrade, which is a hard fork that does a bunch of stuff to the consensus layer to make it ready for the merge. You know more about this than I do. I know, I know. (laughs) I'm like, I'm super deep in it, man. I'm like, wow, that's awesome. So, so what's happened is that I sort of inadvertently have made a merge album. Oh, oh, true. Because of all the songs that have the merge as a topic. Because from May of 2021, starting with EIP 1559. Wow. I've been writing songs. So I did 1559, the Altair Hard Fork, Shadow Forks. And then I was present on each of the calls, each of the... The official mm-hmm. sort of merge calls for the test nets. Ropston, Sepolia, uh-huh. Gorley. I even wrote another song today. I keep accidentally making more of Belgium. <laughs> so here's what's happening, Matt. Let me tell you this thing. I don't know if I already told you this. Did I tell you this? No. We have a smart contract which listens for the total terminal difficulty, which uh-huh. is which so the total terminal difficulty is like what's determining when we switch from Proof of work to proof of stake. Totally. When we get to be about 48 hours away from total terminal difficulty, this album will go on sale. It's all going to be automated via the smart contract. It'll go on sale. As many editions as want to be minted can be minted. The Mm -hmm. price is 0.057 something something. It's the total terminal difficulty is the price. It contains... It'll contain, I think, now 13 songs. I keep writing more, unfortunately. Wow. And then and then the other thing is the price changes at the time that we move. Totally. So there's a there's a literally, and then it goes for 48 hours after we switch. So it's wow. 48 hours before, 48 hours after. That's when the additions can be minted. And then after that, it'll shut itself off and no more can be minted ever. Totally. That's awesome. The other thing is that, so all of these songs already exist as one of ones, of course, because I've been selling them through song world. 
a quarter of the profits, both secondary and primary, go to the holders of the songs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we're using this technology by the by this this group calling themselves Zero X Splits. Cool. And it's this thing that Matthew Shame developed with them for for Song Camp called Liquid Splits, where even if they sell the NFT, the royalties are going to still follow. They follow the NFT, not the address that owns it. Totally. They follow the NFT wherever it goes. Totally. Uh, then a quarter of the profits are going to the Protocol Guild, which is responsible for everything merge related. Mm-hmm. So that money goes to them. And then just half of the money goes to Songadal. Wow. The album is called The Merge. And it'll Good. be out 48 hours before the merge. And that's so that's what's happening. That's huge. That's really cool. Wow. That's so, awesome. I can't promote it because I have to. I'm spending the next three days promoting 5,000. But then as soon as, soon as that's over, it's I'm going to go into full merge mode. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm, I'm like, so hyped for the merge. I can't I'm, believe it's real. I am ready to go. Yeah. I'm going to really onboard exciting. so many people, Matt. I'm going to be like... Right. You right. don't have to worry about the ele- 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 uh, eco- right. ecological impact anymore. Right. I can't wait like, to not go. have to hear that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Won't that be fun? That'd be so much fun. I can't wait. Yeah. It's literally, it doesn't feel real. I posted on Twitter the other day, D-E-V-N-K as riff on Dink, double <laughs> Ethereum validator, no kids. <laughs> because earlier that day, it finally hit me that like, oh shit. It's happening. Merge is happening. It's happening. Yeah. Before we go, I want to ask uh, any updates on your project that you're working on on the with the, the auction house. Yeah. Yeah. It currently is planned to launch the first week of November. Um, Amazing. We're doing casting callbacks right now, so we're you know onboarding a epic host or two to talk shit about NFTs and. Um, run an auction and a variety show and it'll be really really fun it's kind of insanely hype i'm like in the code hole so it's not like i'm not yeah. channeling that energy right now but it's like <laughs> it's gonna be wild um yeah, it's gonna be this I, huge cultural moment i'm really excited for it i really yeah. want to do a song so totally yeah. i really wish we were ready in time for it would have been perfect it honestly would have been like really it would have been great alignment but Alas. Yeah, yeah. When it'd be fun to like replace whatever Christie's or Sotheby's who did the Beeple sale. Exactly. Very thematic. With a pleaser totally. sale. Like, come totally. on. Totally. What is it called? Yeah. What, is, what is the auction? What is the auction? What are the name for it? Does it have Currently a name? we're going with pleaser house. Uh-huh. Uh, but that, you know, if you want my personal take, kind of yeah. lame. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> come on. You're the naming king. Like you must have been on this. Like, well, so my vote yeah. is for, are you ready? Yeah. <clears throat> Christie's. <laughs> Crithabees. Yeah. Are they worried that that's like that, that oh, of opens course. them up? Yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. no. We, yeah. you know, from a branding perspective, we don't really want to, you know, do a shot across the bow or anything. Yeah. Crithabies. You know, we're just filling a hole Crithabies. that they're not looking at. It sounds like you have a um, lisp when you say no. It, right? Absolutely, like, yeah, no. It's important. You got to have like a three or five hundred yeah. year old lisp. Yeah. It's yeah. very important. I also think it'd be funny to continue with the naming, naming, right? So it's like just a person's name. Sotheby's, I guess, is a person's name. Oh, interesting. Right. Christie's certainly is. So, you know, maybe there's something there. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah, Pleaser House for the moment. 
I mean, having pleaser in the name, I Huge, guess, yeah. is is a necessary is a necessary benefit. Yeah, that yeah. you get. we had some really funny options, obviously, because pleaser lends itself to some uh, funny phrases. But, Just um, for people that maybe don't know what this is, you want to give like the the quick. Oh, totally. Pitch. Yeah. Imagine the Tonight Show, but it's all crypto related culture. Plus, there's an auction happening in the background for something relevant. Whether it's a new one of one by someone interesting or a blue chip NFT, something will be happening. And there's a live ENS chat. There's interactive bidding, games, polls, you name it. Is it gonna be? Is it gonna be mobile friendly? Yeah. Is it gonna be landscape or is it gonna be portrait? The video content is landscape, so you can cast it to your TV if you want. Oh. Or it's imagine Twitch. It's twitch.tv, but make uh-huh. it crypto, uh-huh. and there's only one show, and it's uh, ours. <laughs> <laughs> and are you? And are you? Where is the set being built? The set is in New York, in Brooklyn. Uh, which Amazing. maybe shouldn't dox further, but yeah, it's yes, out here. yes. Don't don't give any more uh, information about this. No, yeah. totally. But um, yeah, imagine something like HQ trivia, something I, like I find the Tonight no, Show. I find like nobody remembers HQ trivia, which is really it was weird. such a flash in the pan. But yeah, it was huge for the moment that it happened. Oh, but massive. Yeah, even I played. That was that was something. It was fun. Yeah, in fact, the HQ trivia production team That's is right. who is I mean designing and operating the show. So you could not have a better imagine, team. I would imagine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's it's kind of huge. Well, I do, like put me in, coach. I want to make Absolutely. songs. Put me Absolutely. in for songs. Like I'm. That would be so cool to have a song. Yeah, totally. Especially like per episode. That'd be yeah, really neat. Some kind of song that like. Well, yeah, I mean, if we can even like have a, like a debut of today's, you know, song a day. That'd well, be really that fun. would be that might be lame depending on the yeah. song, but like, but, but, but no, but, but if there's, but if there's like a, I don't know if you guys are doing it by topic or whatever, like if there's, right. if there's shit that we're talking about in the crypto space, totally, that could be a song, you know, there, totally. there could be a song totally. related to that. So true, keep, you know, okay. Yeah, put, no, definitely coach. Yeah, I'm super excited. And we're also thinking like video essays, um, yes, or like skits and Ooh, like maybe that. even game show bits. And the vibe, I imagine, is very like late show, kind of like lighthearted and yeah. fun and fast paced. Nounish, perhaps. Nounish, even yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, exactly. Fun, fresh. Oh, I love it. Um, sort of lots of refs, lots of jokes. Poaps, poaps for, for oh, attendance. per episode, of yeah. course. Yeah, and you know, be. if you have them all, then yeah. maybe you get something special at the end. Right, and right. oh yes, oh yes. It, yeah. The product builds itself. So frankly, anything yeah. you think of yeah. is like, it's oh like, yeah, that's either there in there or, or like V2. Right. Yeah. How many episodes in the first season? Do you know? I think we're planning eight, but that's, you know, a month or two old information. It, so it depends on and production. And is it, is it weekly? It is weekly, and yeah. it'll be at the same time every week. Yeah. So we have a sort of like a gathering. Yeah, let's it's say. like a it's like appointment viewing. It's like exactly. Appointment yeah, television. it's just like you know, take take an hour out of your day, come it watch is, the show with everyone else and all of your friends. It is a great idea, and I think it I think it ties together a lot of what we've talked about in this episode, which is context. This is a mm-hmm, this mm-hmm, is a mm-hmm. context providing. Totally, that's our service. Is we provide context. A context both for providing like the culture platform. as a whole. Yeah. But also, like, context for an auction, right? Like, this is a valuable, what's it called? Like, financial service is to acquire attention and point it at something. Is it, and is it not, it's not just NFT crypto, it's crypto as a whole? It's crypto as a whole, yeah. yeah. Um, and I, yeah. listen, I, 
I'll say this. I do feel like if the stars had aligned, yeah. I do feel like having Song 5000 be able to debut with Please yeah. Your House or whatever, that, that would have made me feel like we stood a chance. Honestly. Totally. To of, like, of hitting people. Of yeah, hitting totally. people. Like, like, because yeah. that... Though that those two things were just oh man makes me totally. so sad. Well, yeah, it just well, I somehow, hope that we can resell it in the future. Yeah, there you, go. <laughs> you could put it on hold. I'd be like, wait, right. everybody. Yeah, my five thousandth we'll, day was this, but right. we're gonna hold on to it. Yeah, and then we can take our six point nine percent fee. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> which is accurate, by the way. <laughs> oh, that's what you're taking. Oh, I love yeah. that. Yeah, which is yeah. already less than half of Christie's and Sotheby's, right? Fuck yeah, and very much aligned with the ethos. Man, I'll have to think like I'll have to think of, of of if there are any milestones I have where I could I could line it up. Oh, you know what I could do? Mm. I don't know. Like, this is this is just coming to me. I could do a song that contains every previous uh, contains like two frames of every previous video. Oh, interesting. I've been I've been, I've been messing around with that, and that's totally. what that's what people yeah. sold. Right, is the compilation. It's the compilation. Yeah. So maybe like, yeah. you know, it'll be, you know, it'll be something like... There's something to be said, though, for like your 5,000 song being that object, though. Yeah, like yeah, the, the sort of mimetic um, I know. I know. culmination. Um, I'll, be, I'll, be in the, I'll be in the 5,050s when you launch. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, I'm going to think about it because I do, I do... I do... There's definitely... There's yeah. definitely something, yeah. Yeah, I wish I were in charge of curation. Well, but we'll have to we'll, we'll we'll press the pressure points. Totally. All right, Matt, this was delightful and wonderful. Uh, Miss talking to you, and we'll be back next week with Mitchell F. Chan talking about royalties. This is a new Very season, exciting. so we don't have an outro. We were just talking about this. Yeah, what do we do? We're just gonna say goodbye. I guess. Wow. <laughs> so long. <laughs> yeah. Oh, do you know about Haba? What's Haba? Have a nice day.